you're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail! Long-time listener, first-time caller. Arriba, 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 tota! It's The Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. Never slap a man who's chewing tobacco. Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. I'm against historical trash. Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Embrace the brutality. Daniel Out of Order Alvarez. What's up, Trail Show? And now broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. We are coming to you live from the Bobby Stanton Studio in various historic Colorado, South Carolina, Vermont, and Wyoming beer districts. This is The Trail Show. The Trail Show is the longest-running monthly hiking podcast on the planet and has been downloaded over a million times all over the globe. We are on the air and everywhere and heard worldwide on all your favorite apps and at thetrailshow.com. If you are not on The Trail Show mailing list... You should be. Subscribe now at thetrailshow.com. All right, folks, it's June, and El Nino is here. Wet weather and cooler temps abound across the western U.S., so pack your rain gear. Beauty, what's on the trail show menu tonight? It seems as though everybody's in a bit of a hurry, so we're going to skip the menu and let it be a surprise. Oh, then we should get oh. right into Mike DeLorenzo's beer of the month. Dilo, are you drinking Vermont deliciousness tonight? I am. I am. Since I have arrived here, the first, oh my god! Look at this the guy. First six pack of beer, four pack, I should say, of beer that I bought is the infamous Heady Topper. Oh, um, and it's guy. good. It's great. But I really want to give a shout out to um, Axe for Big Timber from Charleston, West Virginia. I believe it's from Charleston, West Virginia. Axe for Big Timber is a delicious beer. It's one of the only micro beers I was able to find in the West Virginia stores. And their double IPA is out of this world. Not really? too heavy. You know, comes in at a solid 8.8% 8, 8 ABV, but you can just drink that and it tastes good. There's, it's super quaffable, super quaffable. Highly recommend the Axe for Big Timber. I believe it's out of Charleston. West Virginia's finest. Wild, wonderful. Nice. That sounds yeah. great. I'm gonna tell yeah, you what I only I, have I only have one left, so I'm saving it for special. maybe the next show or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe show. Did you ever deliver that beer? Did, I didn't go. There are, I didn't go. There are up other there. people. Uh if you did, there are other no. people living there. Right I just now, sent so it on to Clay Jacobson. Okay. Oh, okay. No, we really? left it outside your That's uh, not cool. On your Clay Jacobson stoop. cannot drink my beer. Oh, he Clay. can. He's proven that he can. Yeah, he Clay, if you're did, listening, man. man, this is not cool. This is not <laughs> cool, Clay. I'm not sure if you're listening, but if you are, know that this is not cool. All right. So tonight I got to tell you what I want to drink, but I'm not drinking because I'm across from the Pinedale police station. <laughs> and then I'll show you what I'm actually drinking. So what I planned to drink tonight was <clears throat> the Old Faithful Ale from Teton Brewing Ooh. Company. Uh, and this is a delicious gold now. I've had a couple, not today though. But uh, because the police station is right there, I'm having uh, some Kirkland brand sparkling water <laughs> grapefruit edition. So that's that's where we are tonight. I'm also drinking sparkling water. I had every intention to drink some more tequila, but I've had a headache all day, so I'm not going to. That's what those 14ers will do to I you. I know. Yeah. 
Well, sadly, I'm drinking nothing, but I will give a shout out to Columbia Craft Brewing, which I went to the other day. And they, well, I didn't have this because I think it was an older version. They had a beer called the Hiking Viking. What? Really? A Norwegian session style IPA. Sadly, unavailable, but I Norwegian. thought it was nice that they had a hiking theme. That's pretty beer. awesome. Yeah. Huh. It's a Norwegian style session IPA. I don't even know what that means. So I'm going to have to drive down to Columbia to try yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> if I find it, I'll, I'll uh, send some to D'Lo for you. Awesome. D'Lo would appreciate that. So I would appreciate that. Yeah. So let's talk about trail news, POD. Did you have any stories this month? I do have some stories. Story number one, Canada is on fire. Yeah. Um, D'Lo's been eating that smoke, by the way. Yep. Oh, that's actually, it's gone now, but oh, it'll good. come back. Yeah, I'm sure it'll uh, come back. Story number two, there is a calf euthanized in um, Yellowstone. Yellowstone, because a man, so there was a whole bunch of, um, it was, I believe it was a buffalo calf. Yeah, right? it was. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Some people you know what I'm, the, it's a good you know thing what I'm the, doing the news and I don't know really. And you know what that. the mom said to it when they had to euthanize it? Uh-oh, here we go. Dad joke. What what is Bye, son. <laughs> oh, too soon. Oh. Too soon, oh. Triple. Oh my That's god, amazing. I have to tell that one to my children. Oh, wow. That is so yes. Man, that is callous, bro. There was a herd of buffalo and a calf was struggling and a man went in and helped it across the river and then its herd rejected it after that. And so they had to put it down. Humans. I bet Idiots. Triple O was involved in putting it down. That guy, he just, <laughs> just cold hearted. Wow. And then the other, I think the only other trail item I have here, um, there was a runner in Colorado, in Boulder, and she got trampled by some cows. She was running in an open space, and there was a herd oh. of cattle there, and she was swarmed. So there was a biker coming down the other way, and he saw this happen. Like, all of a sudden, she, it was about 30 cows that swarmed her and stomped on her. And apparently in Boulder County now, they have all these signs up everywhere about, like, give the cows space and, like, all these things. Because apparently they've been acting aggressively as of late. So, anyway. Can yeah. I chime in with some inside information on this? Yes. Story? So, I actually have a good friend that works for Boulder County Open Space. And uh, oh. I sent, yeah, I sent him the link to the Nine News article. And, of course, he already knew about it. And he said, yeah. There were a bunch of signs about aggressive cattle. Yes. And she, can, and she continued to run along the trail right through the herd. Yeah. And and that's that's basically what the article said is that there there were signs already up. Yeah. And she um instead of giving them space, she went right through them. Because I think we're used to cows kind of like running away from us, you know? Yeah. But um anyway, that news story was compliments of Flash. He sent that to me. But um, it was yeah, pretty actually, big when you get close to them. You realize yeah, yes. was, it was actually <laughs> but, in Superior, the next town to the east of Boulder, up on the hill there. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, you know, what? Boulder County. I've never heard of like 
I mean, obviously, if there were signs up, there have been problems with this herd of cattle before. I've never heard of like herd of aggressive cattle. What it said was that during this time, because it's calving season, uh, the 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 um the, the moms, female cows are. I think they call them heifers. Heifers, thank you. They're nursing, and yeah. so they're super. They can be aggressive, just like any nursing female can be i'm living out of my car by the way right now <laughs> sorry to interrupt pretty soon i'm going to be living out of your car too yep anyway so yeah give the cows some space even and though they're cows and if the mother cow doesn't back down you should because yeah. well especially in the open space like just go yeah. around it's Ca cows yeah. weigh a lot yeah cows yeah. weigh a ton yeah. man and they don't move necessarily all that fast but they're way bigger than you yeah yep, yep. Yikes. Yeah, I think that's it for trail news. That's that's I, all I got. I have a correction from earlier when I was giving thanks and praise to the Big Timber Brewing Company. The yep. Big okay. Timber Brewing Company is not from Charleston, West Virginia. It's from the town of Elkins, West Virginia. Ooh. And I um. happened to stop into Elkins, West Virginia and buy some groceries. And I can say that it's a wonderful town. Dilo, you mentioned yeah. before we went on air that you're only going to be in Vermont for a short time. Where are you going next? Where aren't I going? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to Martha's Vineyard. Then what? I'm going to the Adirondacks. Then I'm going back to Martha's Vineyard. Then I'm going to Maine. And then finally, I'm moving to Vermont. But you're in Vermont right now. I'm in Vermont right now. But you're not. You're not officially there. It's a temporary it, stop. It's, you're it's just temporary accommodations. I am very my me myself and my family are very much between households at the current time. Okay. Yep. Very mysterious. Nice. Mm -hmm. Not really. We're no? staying in all those places I talked to you about just a second ago. Oh yeah. People moved into our house on June one, and we don't move into our new house until eight one. We're all yeah. a bit nomadic at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And except for Triple O. Triple O has established some roots in the Palmetto State. And he's he's just hiking the water trails. Exactly. Planting blueberry bushes. Although and... you're about to be nomadic, Triple O. You're about to head south of the equator, if I've if I heard. Yeah, that. I'm hoping to head to the women's world cup, which is not hiking based, but is I don't know. It's an outdoor. Based. It's outdoors. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, since Sometimes. since we're talking about trips we're going to take, Disco and I are also about to cross the old pond, oh. and yeah. we are going to go through Canada on our way to Denmark, and we might possibly take the little subway over to Sweden for the day, and then we're going to Finland. So I think our goal Ooh. should be for Disco to drink beer in four countries, maybe and for I can, POD maybe. to drink. 10 coffees at least in each of those four countries maybe we can make a, a fifth country we go to norway to find some of that great norwegian style session ipa mm, that they yeah, also have in columbia south do carolina do some research there yeah. <laughs> important uh, research yeah i think so i mean i do it for the listeners you know it's what i do i think we're about to be joined by a very famous <laughs> vip that not only have we had on the show multiple times, but he's one of the OGs of the show. The late and great Paul Mags Mignanti is coming on tonight as our Trail of the Month guest. 
He's created another route. Also in Utah, we had P. Max on the show to talk about his Wasu hike many moons ago, the walk across southern Utah. And now he's engineered a brand new route called the Sug. Is that? Yeah, yeah that's that? what he's calling it. It's very strange. The SEG, oh, which stands for the Southeastern Utah Group. Yeah. Now, I'm yeah. curious if the late Paul Magnanti refers to it by the acronym or if he says the word SUG. That's a good, you know, we'll have mm. to see what he does because historically yeah. the late Paul Mags Magnanti RIP has been very much against the alphabet soup acronym. I think he should call it the SEUG. <laughs> <laughs> or how about man if we could have worked the l in there it could have been the slug but yeah there's no l in that the Maybe, no there's no l in utah well and it also it's he's in se but it's southeastern southeastern is one word mm, so maybe it's just oh, the sug man. maybe it could, it could be, be the sug the southeastern lovely linked utah group linked linked utah group well, now the you put slug. two L's in it. Now we're getting These crazy. These are great ideas. No, just one L. Yeah, we should tell Mags what he should name his route. <laughs> right I out of the gate. We should <laughs> right tell out him. Out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> Be Mags, like, Mags. You named your trail wrong. <laughs> do we have to, uh, how are we going to do the Ouija board to contact the late Mags? Or are we going to do a seance of some sort? That's Delos. I hired you know. an intermediary who also okay. has spoken to my pets about. Oh, contacting boy. them post that's too famously. close to home <laughs> please has mags joined the zoom call no yet? but he's still got five minutes so do well, we want to do, do, we want to do our sorry. trips because our trip reports oh, yeah. can only be one minute long and with five minutes we probably have ample time for each of us to talk about yes. our trips let's in one do minute it or less okay Delo first go okay um i took a trip across the country i left my house on May 29th, Memorial Day. What time? Eight in the morning, 8.30 in the morning. Car packed, four people, ready to go. Drove about six hours, but it took more like eight. We went to Wilson State Park in Kansas, which I highly recommend to all Coloradoans. Go there, check it out. It's six hours from the Front Range. It's an easier drive than Utah, and they have water there. Then we went to Missouri. And I will say this, I like Missouri. I have had fun in Missouri, but I'm not looking forward to going back to Missouri anytime soon. <laughs> Nothing against Missouri. I had a good time at Missouri. I went How to Hahatanka. Stayed at Lake of the Ozarks, which I would just like to say is not all about honky-tonk, motorboats, and obsessive drinking. After Lake of the Ozarks, I went to Illinois. Two nights, Giant City State Park. They have rocks there. You should check it out. Go waste ton. After Giant City, we went to Indian Salina. And the nicest campground that we had on this trip was in Indiana. I can't say enough about the Indian Salina and the Hemlock Cliffs area. Beautiful. I'm being accosted by a ghost right now. After Indian Salina, we went to Charleston and stayed in a motel. It was fantastic. Nine stories high. The children went up and down the elevator many times. It was glass. Then was glass. we spent the oh next God. three nights lobby okay go away uh -oh. and then we spent the next three nights in wild wonderful west virginia just it was kind of wonderful it was pretty wonderful and time could have been more wonderful then we Time's went up 
then we went That's and explored a... the mid-Atlantic states. And I would oh just my like God. to say that you don't really need to drive around suburban Virginia anytime soon. Thank you. No. That's my trip. <laughs> or Delaware. Uh, you don't need to drive around Delaware. I... Just don't do it. I've been hiking around Salida. I've been up Methodist Mountain several times. And I went up Chavanel, my first 14er in a year and a half. I went up to Willow Lake, my first Alpine Lake in a year and a half. Did you swim in Willow Lake? Oh, my God. No, it was still frozen. There was um, icebergs yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, thought I saw the icebergs. I tried to go up to Cotton Lake and got turned around a half mile before the lake because of storms. Quitter. I tried to go up to two other lakes and got shut down because of the amount of snow. Um, and this morning, your time here, POD, your time uh, this morning, I went up to Yale and I turned around 200 feet before the summit because oh. of an insane storm that was coming through. But it was fine. I mean, I've already been up there. I just, I it had been a while. It was beautiful though. I had a great time. So good discipline. Good discipline. I think it's good to turn around to to turn yeah. around from time to time. You got to practice that that muscle of yeah. being able to say, "Nah, it's okay." That's my yeah. theory anyway. Triple O, what about you, man? I've been doing a lot of walking around my house, like in the neighborhoods and stuff, exploring. Oh, okay. oh so not I'm in not, your house. But okay, like when you say your in house. your house. Not in my house, in my around the neighborhoods. And like, you know, like I'm just exploring, like finding like on the map some little random mm -hmm. park and walking to it. And it's actually just a great way to get to know a city. Yeah. And I just highly mm -hmm. recommend it to anyone who lives in a place that's somewhat walkable i found a community orchard that has like random Ooh. fruit trees you can just pick oh my god picks them before i would ripe. have so much diarrhea if i lived there um but all these you know <laughs> you just find random little things so i highly recommend that for everybody well that's cool um since we last since we did the last show i've been in a different state every week um I went to I went back to the Black Hills of South Dakota for a week, then to Wyoming for a week around Pinedale. And then last week I was in very I was actually in Big Bear City, PCT Trail Town and was out there for work. And oddly enough, used the PCT three of the four days we were out there to access some work plots. We were doing tree inventory on and because of the snow situation we saw 10 pct hikers one day and left a 12 pack of beer in a stream in the morning and by the end of the day it was gone it's very very satisfying That's great. but then the next day we left some more beer at a random spot on the side of the trail and only like four of the 12 beers were taken so oh they'll get gone we helped ourselves to the rest Oh, sorry. We, did, we left they a couple. Did, but, did yeah. you uh, did you car camp at the fire station in Big Bear City? No, I did not. But I did eat at a really good sports bar in uh, Big Bear Lake and watch the Denver Nuggets win another game. Mm. Congratulations to Colorado's very own Denver Nuggets on winning their first NBA championship. That's right. That was a lot of fun. To Go watch. Nugs. Go Nugs. So, yeah. Uh, awesome. PCT, and then yesterday I was on the CDT, um, uh, also for work, and yeah, it's been kind of crazy summer, very nomadic. All right, shall we let P Mags? There he is. He's coming in right on time. P Mags is gentlemen. never. P Mags is never late. Mr. Know. Paul Mags Magnati. He's always on time. There he is. Welcome, Mags. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> How's it going? 
Good to be here. Ah, we're happy to have you, man. It looks like you're out in the southeastern Utah group as we speak. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Are you on the trail right now, Max? I am. I am. I've got my <laughs> portable headphone and I have some solar panels and I'm by those potholes there. Only a, a trail show mug here. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's a blast wow. from the past. That's a classic, man. Mags, it's been a while since we've had you on to do a Trail of the Month. Matter of fact, I think the last Trail of the Month we had you on to do was the Wasu, the walk across Southern Utah, many moons ago. Yes. And now, and now you've invented a new route in Southern Utah. Uh -huh. What do you call this route? It's the Southeast Utah Group Circuit or the Sug Circuit. Sug Circuit. Okay. So we, we, we've, re we've renamed it. <laughs> okay <laughs> we decided that southeastern is one word and that after the word southeastern you should add the word linked so that southeastern linked utah group so it's it becomes the slug, the slug. <laughs> i drink enough craft beer it'll be me <laughs> <laughs> well slug also kind of goes with the theme of p mags which also has something to do with ammunition i still can't remember like a slug, like a bullet, and then that's right. The, yeah, the ma the magazines. I don't know. I don't know. Polymer magazines. I there it that. is. Polymer. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So by the way, I want to point out real quickly that five of us are on the show right now. We're all five of us are in different states at the moment. Pod, Colorado. I'm in Wyoming. Delos in Vermont. Triplos in South Carolina. And Paul Mags is in Utah. I, I presume. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. judging by the background yeah <laughs> so this is so, a trail show record what was the what was the impetus for creating another route in southern utah it started off as a joke um i'm starting a different job we'll leave the employer anonymous but it was um just to keep it separate but she said yeah. i should visit all the different um southeast utah group well i have some time off visit all the southeast utah group parks so that's the administrative unit, um, Canyonlands and Arches, most people know, but also Natural Bridges and Hoven Week, which is celebrating the century anniversary this year. Oh, cool. National Monument in Utah, as a matter of But she said as a joke, I should hike to all of them. And we thought about it, I'm like, you know, that actually makes sense because the Moab boat ramp, it's like a mile and a half walk from our house. And mm. I can pack her up to Canyonlands, you know, touch Arches, with courthouse wash with that amazing panel where people used to cross the colorado river pack route 70 miles down see the needles district um which is a district of canyonlands and from there make my way over to uh natural bridges which is a stunning national monument near the bears ears and then from there go to hogan Weep on the colorado utah border and, and because of that not only did i do those four southeast units I also did um, Canyons of the Ancients National Monument just over the Colorado border. Oh, yeah. As well as, of course, Bears Airs, um, which has gone back and forth over the years, and as well as the Dark Canyon Wilderness and U.S. Forest Service. And hmm. That was, hmm. was a lot packed in 250 miles, roughly. Would you call that um, Canyons of the Ancients a uh, blue blaze, though, since it is not in Utah? Hmm. It was connected footsteps to go into because then mm -hmm. you had to go in part of Hoven Week is technically in Colorado. Hmm. Around the, I, the ancients. Did I miss here that you pack raft downriver 60 <laughs> I, miles? I knew someone was going to bring or, this up. 
Cause, yeah, because so, I didn't think that was allowed on the trail show. <laughs> yeah, it was um, Moab boat ramp again, a mile and a half from where I am, goes right to the confluence where the Colorado, what we call the Colorado River now, joins to the Green River, formed the Lower Colorado River Basin, and it was nuts this year. And for the river flow, just all the snow throughout yeah. well, Colorado and everything. Um, the potash boat ramp, which is the last boat ramp just before you hit Canyonlands and BLM land, it was according to the USGS um, water gauge 30,000 CFS. And put that in context, last year at this time, or at least when I, May 7th rather, it was 5,000 CFS. Oh my God. So the flow according to USGS um, water gauge was, it wasn't technical, still flat water, but it was like a rocket. And when you get to the confluence where the two rivers join, I must have been doing six miles an hour without even trying. How long did it take to do the pack raft portion? I did 70 miles in two days. Well, 16, wow. 69. Wow. That's awesome. So that well, was two I mean, days, two days of just floating down the stream. Floating pretty down much. The I did some paddling and um, it was just nuts. Um, if you're familiar with Spanish Bottom is the last pit stop before you get to the cataract the rapids and that's well 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 above my skill set especially the pack raft so you want to make sure you land there and <laughs> normally it's a wide sandy beach i crossed it when i did the you know walk across utah the beach was non-existent i mean it was it was just buried under feet of water there was no spanish wow. bottom this year did you have any trouble getting off the the water um, only no, because I'm familiar with it from crossing okay. another trips of Joan as well. And I recognize a cottonwood tree that's the landing on the other side into the maze. And I said, Oh, I better land here because those rapids are well above my skill set. Oh my god. So so then what? You now you've got a pack raft and a paddle and a life jacket. Did you just discard those on the beach and hike on? Yeah. So I, from there, I, I walked to the Needles Outpost. Well, actually, Elephant Hill. Then from there, I got a hitch to the Needles Outpost. Uh, many Haydukers are probably very familiar with it. It's a very popular resupply spot. It's a private campground just outside of the Needles. And I got a hitch from Elephant Hill, which is a relatively popular trail. It was a bunch of, um, I don't know, mid to late 20s Polish people on a vacation to see the American West. And I just went in the back of the pickup. They handed me two beers, one for now, one for later. It was, it was, <laughs> that's a all right, one, but man, it tasted great. <laughs> uh, and so, so you deposited your floating gear at the needles outpost. Yes. And okay. uh, uh, we, we have friends who work at the needles who live in a nearby town called Monticello. And they were, they, um, she picked up my pack rafting gear. I did a reverse mail drop. I got my mail drop full of supplies. Then I gave them my pack rafting gear a little bit later. They you didn't want to, oh, nice. you, you didn't feel like you just wanted to discard that in the wilderness you know um a thousand dollars or whatever worth of pack wrapping gear probably not a good call just yeah to... it's probably not a good call oh okay. so you were using the what is it the intech 200 <laughs> no jones a lot smarter than me by leaps and bounds so we got okay. real pack wraps a few years ago mm, uh, very nice yeah yeah, yeah the intech not known for its reliability no, in fact, I had to boat. dispose. I had to dispose of an Intech inflatable kayak in a dumpster um, <laughs> earlier this spring because it had been sitting in my house for many, many years oh, no. in an uninflatable state. 
So yes, don't recommend the Intech. Mm. And Joan wanted me to tell you all of you, my water source was the Colorado River for that. Ooh. Oh. Now, how did you remove the silt, Max? Yeah. Or you didn't. You just didn't. Yeah, that's no, why. Yeah. Piece of D-Lo might appreciate that. You yeah. removed the silt with your toothbrush at night. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I treat it with coffee grounds. You know, in the morning. Uh, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, you guys, <laughs> nothing changes. <laughs> nothing changes. I bumped into three Haydukers at Needles Outposts, and I was sitting there, you know, checking whatever they had Wi-Fi there, and they got a hitch from wherever to the Needles Outposts, and they. We got talking. We, of course, we knew people in common, and and I they wanted to know my water supply was. So the Haydukers are a bit skeeved out by the mm. Colorado Trail River. So I, I thought that was kind of a nice thing. Hmm. <laughs> you, yeah. you shocked them, Mags. You shocked them. That's great. Yeah, really, really good group. And All right, there. so talk to us. So from the needles, you got your resupply. You're off and running. Where to next? So then I made my way through different areas. I went through the actual saddle between the bear's ears, which is pretty mm. cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, the one that's named after. It's ground zero for the controversy, but nonetheless, I went through it. Um, was there an oil areas well? I went through. Is there an oil well right between the bear's ears? Not yet. Rick. There's a BLM sign that mentions it now, which has become a bit of a tourist area. There never was one there in the past. Huh. There's the elevation, so that was pretty cool. A dark canyon wilderness, uh, which... And do the Haydu group. Once I went through some other archaeological areas that uh, uh, I'll just leave uh, unnamed. That was pretty cool. Then I made my way to Natural Bridges National Monument, and yeah. Joan met me with a resupply. Mm. So I became a car camper for two days, and we did some day hikes. Oh wow! So <laughs> a little a little vacation from the vacation. This is like you're you're pack rafting you're car camping and day hiking is this it's do we want to continue duo. should we yeah, continue with this interview or maybe yeah they're water get, trails should we get somebody else on the show tonight to tell us uh, how to <laughs> you know it, it's interesting though when you're doing the pack rafting hiking out the gear uh, our good friend larry boy put it well he says you connect the capillaries in the veins of the colorado plateau because a lot of hikers don't get they do the canyons but don't do the rivers and a lot of um, rafters will do the rivers, but not go up the canyons. And this is how people travel through here back in the day. I mean, you see the rock images and structures everywhere. And it's really neat to follow in the footpaths that are eight, nine, hundred thousand years old. And so it is the water trail in many ways, yeah. especially the flat water portions. Well, water is kind of everything to a hiker in southern Utah. I mean, you kind of have to plan. Your days are planned around it. You're... I mean, everything it's, you know, what was your biggest waterless stretch? Well, this was a highly unusual year. Not only was yeah. there a lot of like the LaSalle's nearby, they had 300% snowpack this year. At one point. Wow. Yeah. 300%. Yeah. Damn. It's been the highest and it's, it's funny. I just, one of your favorite books, Disco, the Emerald Mile. Yeah. And, yeah. And the water levels, um, if it wasn't for melting a little faster, it was very similar in some ways to what happened 40 years ago. Okay. They a lot of old timers, they haven't seen snowpack like this in 50 years. Of course, Colorado got hammered with snow. Yep. Water is not an issue. I mean, the dark canyon trail I took, um, the Peabine Corridor, there's a, a picture I took and there, the trail marker says trail. And there's probably, I don't know, six inches of water where the trail is. So. Jeez. 
Wow. Water is was not an issue. The only time um, it was a minor issue for me, one spring on my map was dry. And I, I half expected that. Um, I think it was an old spring in mean, these USGS maps. The portion from Blanding, Utah to Hogan was definitely made up on the fly. And there was no good maps for other than these USGS maps, of course. And I half expected that, but on the map it said a stock tank. And I don't know how familiar you are with the Colorado Plateau stock tanks, but it's a mm -hmm. mud, it's a dirt burn that holds rainwater. Yeah. And are used by cows. Yeah. I treated that water. Wow. Whoa. That's crazy, Max. Are you serious? I treated that water. That I, I could not drink the last liter and a half. Um, it was my last day. Oh. And the first liter is okay. Oh. The next liter and a half, and eh. um, the fourth liter and a half, I just dumped it. So I'm gonna be going up <laughs> Hovland week. I just couldn't do it. He just dumped it, man. <laughs> I yeah. thought maybe you would have just, you know, savored it or something, you know, like gargled with it or. Oh, dude. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. Taking some pictures or something. No, I had some. No? Um, I had a Hershey's bar or something for my resupplies and I melted it and uh, to make like some hot chocolate with the cow oh. water. It kind of oh. helped. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. This sounds a little uh, treacherous, honestly. Disgusting. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, and I forgot. I briefly went through a state park too. I forgot about that. Oh, in uh, Bland, the edge of the Cedar State Park Museum. Ah. That's where uh, a Chaco Great House is. It was closed at seven thirty in the morning. I've been there before, and again, you're just connecting the footsteps of yeah, where people have gone much much earlier than I have. P Max, <laughs> oddly enough, and I mentioned this on last month's show. I actually went to Hovenweep and Canyon of the Ancients for my first time ever first week of may uh first week of may oh that's awesome yeah so you I just missed were, us yeah i think i was there just a tad before you guys um i was very thankful for the the standpipe at hoven weep in the parking lot because there's no water anywhere around there um oh yeah it's 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 a pretty harsh area i mean that's yeah I mean, this is getting outside of the trail discussion, but one of the re there's a spring, a lot of springs at Hogenweep, and that's mm. possibly why a lot of the structures were built. Ah, uh, okay. Because yeah, kind of protected, and they probably had check dams and um, irrigation canals. So I I noticed they're more having, intelligent to me. They're having staffing issues at Hogenweep. When we were there, there was signs up that were just like, <laughs> I don't know. It actually said staffing issues. Yeah, and um, doors were locked. They're open five days a week, and they're open five hours on those days. Wow. wow. Okay. In fact, you know, it's, it's Joan is actually filling in down there. She's on furlough from Arches, so she is there as we speak. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So uh, they'll be too late by the time the show goes out, but she's going to be giving the summer solstice talk down there. Ooh, wow. very see nice. The solstice line up with the images. She gets to be there and getting paid for that. It's not a bad gig. Neat. So where did you end up actually finishing? Hovenweep. Oh, you did finish at Hovenweep. I finished at Hovenweep. I followed, um, I don't know if it went to the outline, like Hackberry and Holly, but there's a trail that goes through BLM land. I did. That goes right to the campground. Yep. Um, so I finished right at the, uh, the Hovenweep sign. That was my, it was more like a C. So I don't know what terminus to call it. The South North terminus. I don't 
south north. Because <laughs> you're like, going north again. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's were cool. there any were there any sections that you visited that were like pretty new for you? Oh well, there's one area I went to. Um, I've never been to before. Uh, we're going back again this weekend. That's how awesome it was. And a lot of archaeological places there. So I'll just leave it at that. But it takes about four hours plus to get there um, from where I'm sitting. Because you have to go through some gnarly roads and stuff. Mm. And that was new to me. That was just so incredible. I mean, there was a trail through there, according to the map. And that's just what trail. It's overgrown. and Yeah, yeah. totally. Did you um, collect any ancient pottery along the way to bring home with you? Because <laughs> I have my site stewardship. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah, take he, that as a no. I'll after, take that as a no. After Mags discarded his Intech 200 in the wilderness. In the wilderness. He, he gathered he some collect- pottery shards. for um, Shards. Or don't they call them shards? eBay. Shards are glass, shards are pottery. Wait, say that again. Wait a minute, what? Shards are glass. Shards are glass. Sherds with an E or pottery. No. Oh, this is, whoa. This is wow. really because uh, I've heard the word sherds a lot in the books by hmm. that guy. You know that guy I'm talking about. You know the guy I'm talking about, Craig Max. Giles? Wrote, yes. When I say the guy, you're like Craig Giles. Yeah. That guy. He uses the word sherds all the time. And I've the heard you use the word sherd all the time. And I have never known the difference, but wow, this is very cool. Shards are pottery, shards are glass. That's what I've been told, but keep it much more intelligent. No, no, no. That makes perfect sense. Or shards could be crystal, right? Like the dark crystal. Uh, the shards. Yes, the dark crystal. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that a movie? <laughs> yes. It is. When, P-Max, yeah. how long did the entire Sug circuit take? I started May 7th. And I finished May nineteenth. Okay, that's in, that's including narrow days uh, up in um, natural bridges. So it sounds like the FKT is ripe for the taking. Absolutely, you, you can you can. It's about as official as. Uh... I don't yeah. know because <laughs> the river was flowing faster than it usually is. So that like that's anyone true. trying to catch you is going to have to deal with that. It's just like paddle. the Emerald Mile all over yeah. again. They're going to have to paddle or use a motor. There you go. How long do you think that 60-mile pack raft would have taken last year, time-wise? Mm. You know, I budgeted, because you never know. If like the wind is picked oh. up, you get a headwind. So I budgeted 20 miles a day. So I was figuring three oh, and a half wow. days, you know, have a relatively easy last paddle Spanish bottom. And I did it basically twice as I mean, I went a lot faster wow. than anticipated. Okay. I figured 20 miles a day. It's like, I mean, there's so many variables and I emphasize that I'm just, I'm not a river person. I'm just learning it up as I go. But in pack rafts, um, they're like, they don't exactly go fast. They're they're not the most efficient river traveling. But I think 20 miles a day, assuming you don't have too many headwinds in the afternoon, is a decent clip. So again, twice as fast as I expected. Now, easily. Max, many moons ago, you had a very abrupt end to a job. And like the next day you're on the Bent Mackay Trail, I feel like uh, <laughs> making use of your window of time between jobs. Was this the kind gift. of a similar it's, scenario? Disco, it's called the gift of time. The, the gift of time. The gift of time. 
So th this new job I'm starting, I um, put in for a while ago, and sometimes okay. things move slowly, and I was working for a nonprofit. And it's a small town. I actually left in very, very good terms. Um, so it wasn't a layoff or anything like that. Okay. So you, you'd kind of gotten word that the new job was gave, happening. Well, so. I knew I was getting the job. So yeah. yeah. You gave yourself the gift of time. That's right. That's right. No layoff or anything. Wow. Uh, very that's great. Cool. That's, that's, awesome. a, that's a trail tip in itself. It's like, if you know you've got a new job coming, maybe you leave the old job just a smidge early and go get some miles yeah. in. So always. Always. Yourself. The gift of time. Trail tip, ladies great. and gentlemen. The best part of this, though, and it just uh, makes me realize how good we have it in Sarah. We're no, I was no more than two or three hours from home. At least from the trailheads. Now I thought that was pretty cool. That's uh, awesome. All, all this diverse public lands, just so close to home. So and now, was... Max, is this a trip that you could do later in the season, or does this have to be a spring or fall? Most definitely a spring or fall trip. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's been relatively cool this year. It's been a mm -hmm. very by Utah standards a wet, cooler year, but normally it'd be about over a hundred degrees. Now we're supposed to hit the nineties yeah. this weekend, for example. What about yeah. talk to us about the route finding? How difficult is the route finding on this uh, route that you put together? I assume there's not all that much actual trail. That's correct. There's a lot of um, some Jeep track, um, some older ATV track that has been used in ages. May as well be a single track. Uh, Canyonlands, of course, is you know national park, so the trails are real pretty easy to follow. The river. I mean, it's all the river downstream. Just don't if miss hit, that cotton. Just don't miss that cottonwood tree. Yeah, if you hit yeah. the rapids, you'll probably die in a pack rash. So don't really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to put that in, like the rapids in Cataract Canyon are some of the biggest on the Colorado, including the Grand oh. Canyon. So yeah, it's no joke. <laughs> At least I can't speak for the Green River side, but before you get to the confluence, there's this big white sign: "Caution, two miles ahead." And you need a special permit to do those. Um, but that that caution two miles ahead sign is kind of like a wake up call. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. I'm where I need to get out, right? My my pull out point, my takeout point is coming up quickly. Yeah, in about a mile. And yeah. Otherwise and, you might not notice it because it all starts to look the same, right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah well, you have the, no, it's the different. River. I know it's I know it's different. I know it's different. I mean the maps for the river are really good. I mean Oh have, yeah. Oh yeah, they mark it huh. by miles. There's that Belknap uh -huh. River guides and uh, Latitude 40s based on Nederland, Colorado. They make an excellent map for the area, hmm. and they uh, it was really useful in the river as well. By you were able to special. pick out landmarks as you're going downstream using your maps and yeah, your your position and everything. Yeah, it was unfortunate too because the river level was so high this year. There were three places along the river I wanted, which is another reason why I budgeted um, pretty conservative my time. So I really wanted to see these three archaeological sites on the river. And there was no way of safely getting to them without, I didn't want to bust through the Tamaris risking a, a raft puncture. So mm. all the little beaches we could land in the past were just gone. In fact, my mm. first campsite was obviously a well-known rafting campsite based on all the big wide sand areas. And with a pack wrap, it's really easy to land. I don't know how Raptors did it this year. Hmm. Um, 
you know, there's no easy way to tie and get in or out. You can see the hacked out trail and the tamarisk. Well, how did you do it? What was? Oh, for me, it was relatively easy because okay. he has a smaller boat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But even with a smaller boat, there's three archaeological sites I wanted to see along the river um, across from some canyons in, in the uh, Island of the Sky District. Uh, I just couldn't safely land. So I'll just have to go back some other time, maybe in the fall when the water level is lower. But as far as, I mean, a lot of these places, though, just aren't seen that often. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the old the USGS map will show it and it won't actually be on the ground with the high water level. Oh, like Peabine Corridor was pretty easy. It was a stream, so it was followed the stream down to whatever. And there's a lot of old um, Jeep roads that are closed down. But again, it's just really cool because it's an old Jeep track, but then you'll see like an old, it was probably a pit structure at one point with hot shoes. Mm -hmm. mm. so, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, you're just following the logical lay of the land in many cases. Is there a uh, a trip report or a write-up anywhere online that people could go take a peek at the fkt board <laughs> oh i knew it fkt.com.org f uh, that's right fkt.delo.net okay pmags.com yes yeah and right. just look for the sug circuit or mail reading the slug to make it easy uh, and i like remember, it and i assume much so it'd be pretty fun I assume that you'll have the GPS track of the whole route and along with specific waypoints for each archaeological site. And yeah, be on yeah. there too. definitely we need the waypoints for the archaeological sites. <laughs> Absolutely. Key. I'm going to have yeah. the track posted with the arc sites as uh -huh. well as some, I'm going to have some alternate routes. Okay. Mm. Good. Good. <laughs> and is there any talk about trail maintenance along the way and, you know, improving the route for future hikers, uh, maybe getting some local trail maintenance organizations? Oh, I'm going to put some blazes up. I'm going to put a little slug on it. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. That's an amazing trail uh, marker right there. The slug trail, slugs mark the trail. And, and what's the ETA for the Sug circuit to be on the far out app? You know, I was talking to good old Butt, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to do some ground truthing um, in September. So maybe for next spring hiking season. Okay. Okay. So perfect. for next, well, because you know what's going to happen next spring. The trail show bump, right? Trail you know show bump. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's going to be like 100 hikers. Like they're all going to be camping in your house. They're all going to be camping in your house. They're going to ask to borrow your pack raft. And then they're going to. And, and you're they're gonna all going to drive start down the to the needles day. outpost to pick it up when they're done. Yeah, and they're all going to start the same day, and they're going to, you know, it, and it's on, man. It's like this is what happens when we do these trails on this show. Yeah. So I'll, I'll write the town guide. Oh, there's only technically one town <laughs> You could copy and paste oh. from the Hadoop guide, maybe. I don't know. At least well, some... blending. No, I don't think the Hadoop goes through there. So. Oh, that's true. Blending. <clears throat> There's not much to write about blanding. It's kind of bland. I'll just, yeah, I don't know. The blanding, there's an interesting town. They're a dry town, so you can't do. Oh, are they really? Interesting. It's a very big Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints town. Wait a minute. Does, okay, in Utah, do they have dry counties like North Carolina does, or is it town by town? I don't know that. Um, hmm. I do know there's dry towns. I'm not sure about the county level. Wow. Monticello is the county seat. That's not a dry town. Blanding, okay. 20 minutes south, is a dry town. 
Well, so where where do you get your booze in the dry town? You go to Shirt Tail Convenience Store, which is just outside of town. Oh, man. It's like <laughs> having fireworks across the state line. Pretty know? much. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But they do have a thrift store there where I bought my uh, $5 Nikes that I had to get. And that lasted the last 50 miles, roughly. Uh, what would nice. you say? Oh, you had to change Nike? shoes on this. Shoes? What? Yeah. The, the water and the sand beat the crap out of. Yeah, uh, totally. It just, that just, just destroys things. Did you start yeah. with a new pair of shoes? I did. And as wow. usual, you know, again, Joan's much more intelligent than me. She offered ahead of time, why don't you pack some brand new shoes in the resupply box she was going to bring me? And that was great. I said, oh, I'll be fine. It's a short trip, you know, relatively speaking. And well, as usual, she was right because the shoes disintegrated. Wow. I have a Dude. picture of them up. So there are no shoe stores in Blanding, big surprise. I did have a thrift store with one pair of sneakers in my size. And I, I got a, they're almost like ultras. They're no kidding. Kind of saved you a trip to Cortez, right? Um, I, I would have done okay. I would have done okay. Well, I mean, you're Max. Like you make do. You know, your feet are, your your toes are poking out of your shoes. You're like, ah, it's not that <laughs> it's big. It's fine. It's fine. I got 150 more miles. <laughs> my toes are hanging out. No problem do this just don't stub my toes that's yeah. crazy though that the the that route disintegrated a brand new pair of footwear in, in much less than 12 days 75 miles ladies and gentlemen between, yeah. between the utah sand and frankly all the water i mean uh, one place i went through normally it's a stream it was a full-on um yeah i mean it was stream crossing they would like the gila river actually Okay. Know, very similar set. It's normally not that high. Um, that was so you're walking through that, and I'm pack rafting, and all the mud gets in the shoes. Yeah, wait, it you were tears everything apart. You're pack rafting another section of the trail. Oh no, no, I'm just saying. Oh, so this is the initial I, pack raft. Yeah. Even though I wasn't hiking, of course, in pack raft, I'm still getting in and out of the raft and the water all day. It's not like a, yeah. a real raft where you don't get wet at all, especially. Uh, this was their lighter version, the Scout which is good for flat water and relatively light versus one of their encased ones that weighs seven pounds. Wow. Very cool. Well, is there anything else about the Sook circuit that we haven't asked you about that you want to get out there? Nothing about the circuit. Anyway, I will okay. just say um, it's really interesting. Many of us, myself included, visit these different places and kind of put them in their own isolated pocket. But when you're connecting them like this, you really get a flow of the land and how all these places connected. Um, this area had more people living, especially a lot of these ancestral Pueblo places I went to, had more people living there then than they do in San Juan County now. Wow. So, you know, we, um, I did not learn any about this stuff until well into my 20s or even early 30s, how this vibrant, amazing culture that traded with Mesoamerica and the Cahokian area. And so that's why I don't, why people don't say ruins now, because it, it is structures and still a living, breathing, important cultural area. And traveling on foot by river, you get a feel for how this connected. It was just, a, mm. it, it was a privilege to be able to see it this way. It really was. And I'm, it, it was by far one of my most memorable trips that I've done over the years. Wow, very cool. Place that now That's cool. I feel very grateful for that. 
Very cool. Nice. Well, we look forward to the next installment of the Mags Walks Across Utah uh, <laughs> group of hikes. I'm sure you're already planning some things. I don't know. I'm just taking a guess here. Um, I have a track planned out to walk to Durango at some point. So. Uh, I knew nice. it. I knew it. Oh, that's cool. From from Moab. Yes. Ooh. So at some point, I always have two or three bigger. But yeah. not, but not the the well known route from Durango. But relatively, we'll call them two month, two weeks to a month long hike because you never know when you'll get the gift of time. So that's the right. Gift of time. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Gift of time, ladies and gentlemen. We should leave it right there. Yeah. P. Mags, thank you so much for coming on the show again. All and right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for giving us the gift of your time tonight, Max. It's <laughs> a pretty crappy gift, but you're welcome. Great gift. Great gift. The late Paul right. Max Benyati, everybody. Good night. All right. Thanks, Max. You later, Max. Thank Good you. Night, Max. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we had a couple of listeners. They took umbrage with some of the things we said on our coffee. Our, our really bad coffee review last month. So we're going to read a few letters in the mailbag. Don't go anywhere. Bobby, I told you to quit listening to the trail show. All right, folks, trail show's back. We had a couple of hotline calls this month. And, sounds uh, like sounds like we got some bad baloney, yeah. as P. Mags might say. I, I ate some <laughs> bad baloney. Yeah. Well, there's some complaints. It is directed primarily at myself, so oh, I will, I will but um, here we go. We had. A one caller who apparently has no one else to call. Yo, trail show. This is uh, Marvin Maverick <laughs> Kassler, El Hegador. He's so from Arizona. Vive que si. Viva los gatos. This is my uh, regular version, mellow version, Gilo. So yes, when I uh, meet people, I can <clears throat> act uh, civilized. But, uh, anyways, I'm out here on the, uh, CDT again, um, doing all those dreaded roadwalks from, uh, Grants down to Pytown. Mm. And I'm about seven miles outside of Pytown, so I'll be there shortly. But, uh, yeah, I got caught up on a couple, uh, episodes of the trail show. And, uh, yeah. Uh, that uh, Grand Canyon Traverse, man, that those cougars, that cougar, what the heck, man? Dang, they wanted salty and uh, dirtmonger snacks. Mm-hmm. Salty but, uh, snacks. Anyways, yeah, I ran into uh, another co-host of a podcast called Backpacker Radio, and I know that's Cisco's uh, favorite uh, closet podcast. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I ran into Java, also known as the Real Hiking Viking. And talking about cougars, while we met on the road, just outside of Grant, we had a cougar cross the road. 
Wow. Uh, yes, interesting. But anyways, the main reason why I'm calling, <clears throat> you knew <laughs> I'd be calling because of this. But uh, I have the bone to pick with Mr. Out of Order. Um, yeah, bro. U of A oh. and AS2 are not the same thing, dude. <laughs> like, I knew it. It's like Tucson is greater than Tempe. Us Wildcats, we we don't even call name that school. We call them ASU, the school up north, you know, the Scum Devils. That's like offensive, bro. Dude, we're not related at all. It's like if, you know, Chief Osceola and Renegade from Florida State were greater than Alberta and Alberta. <laughs> It'd be like Florida State embedded Gatorade and not University of Florida. Oh my God. So if this continues, what I'm going to have to happen is I'm going to call USC Gamecock Campus Police because my buddy, dad, is the chief of police for U of A Campus Police. And <laughs> With the help of Cocky, the Gamecock, they're going to come over. <laughs> oh, he ran out of time. <laughs> he hit the time limit, Triple. Oh, I'm, that's sure great. That, I'm sure he didn't call back. That's great because when he calls back, he could say, Greetings, Joshua. This is Marvin Kassler. <laughs> I hope he's El Hikadora. Viva los Catos. Not have no fear. Because <laughs> he did call back. Oh. Okay, back to the nonsense. I got cut off, but uh, anyways, on oh. this road walk into Pie Town. Wait, and there's uh, no what intro? I was saying is, yeah, who is yeah, this? I'm going to have <laughs> U of A Campus Police call USC Gamecock the Police, and with the help of Cocky the Gamecock, and what the heck, you know, probably the Tiger and the Cup from Clemson will come over too. They'll arrest you and then extradite you to Tucson. And then when you meet Wilbur T. Wildcat and Wilma T. Wildcat, Oh my gosh! They have their ways with you, my child. So, uh, you better cease and desist, bro. Oh. Okay. Arizona <laughs> and this ASU have nothing related. They don't like each other, just like Florida <laughs> State and Florida don't. So, anyways, adios from the CDT. Viva los gatos, vato. Man, you touched a nerve, Triple. I know. I apologize. It's, what exactly was, did you say? You said yeah, Tempe man. and Tucson are the same thing. I I made a mistake about ASU and oh University of Arizona, and it was it's completely my fault. Mm. It was horrific. I just hope that. That Marvin can find it in his heart to forgive me, because yeah, I really don't sure. want to be arrested by Cocky the Gamecock and extradited to <laughs> <laughs> extradited to Tempe. Yeah, you you won't um, But that, you know, I think that roadwalk was a little bit longer because he did call back one more time. Oh, oh my boy. god! Here we go. <laughs> hey 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 hey! It's uh, Marvin Maverick Kessler, Hagedor, Tucson, Arizona. And as I always say, evil los gatos, eat tigres de Clemson. Um, hey, uh, I'm back on the CDT, which was, I think I told you on my last phone call, but uh, I'm leaving Pytown, and 
I'm all caught up on all the episodes of the trail show. And, uh, wow, that Kansas Express, uh, calendar year deal was, uh, that was pretty intense. Very impressive. Uh, but the main reason I'm calling is to tell you that, uh, happy, uh, 11th anniversary. That's the main reason I wouldn't be calling otherwise for a second time, but, uh, Third which time. I to do, uh, <laughs> regularly and sometimes three times. But, uh, anyways, just calling, uh, on the roadwalk out of Pie Town. Be hitting the Gila, and I am going to be in the water and cross the uh, Gila like 72 times, like I did in 2013 when I went northbound. But this time I'm going to go southbound. But anyways, the goal is to get the silver, and then uh, Silver City, fly up to Albuquerque, Greyhound, go pick my my car up at the Mums, probably uh, go check out Navajo National Monument, and... uh, do a hike in there to go see, check out this awesome uh, ruin called Kitsia. Then go up to my classroom, get my room ready for the fall. And then the 28th, I fly up to uh, the Cal Spell, and then I'm going to hike Silvo from Chief Mountain down to Anaconda uh, for July and August. But uh, yeah, wow. that's what's going on. And I'm out here. Anyways, happy anniversary, Trail Show. I need to shut up. Maverick out. Viva los gatos y tigres. Man, Maverick's getting after it, man. Hey, can you play the call again? I didn't actually write down all of his itinerary, and I really want to make sure to have that in my calendar. So I'm sure. Let's let's ask. Let's just Marvin Castler, Hikador, de Tucson, Tucson, Arizona, Tucson. Yeah, would you just, you know, just keep calling when you're out on the trail. Just keep calling, especially when you're on those road walks. Yeah. Yeah. And update update us with your itinerary. Well, and and one other request. (laughs) So, like, next time when you do hit the time limit again and you have to call back, please reintroduce yourself because we were really confused. Confused. Because there's another Marvin... Casalore. I think it's a Marvin Casalore. It's not Casalore. Casalore. Marvin Casserole. Yeah, it's a Marvin Casserole. Casserole. It's a Marvin hot dish casserole. It's not clear who this other Marvin is. And he goes by El Bicador. So it's a little. It's very similar. Confusing. Very similar. Yeah, totally confusing. We're not sure which El Marvin it is. So just. And he's also from Tucson. Yeah. yeah, it's very odd. So, what are the odds? I mean, seriously, right? Wow, we, well, we I, did, I don't know. We, we are the get... most listened to pod- hiking podcast in the world, right? I mean, so yeah, I mean, all the Marvins and Dukescon are probably listening to <laughs> Dukescon. So, like Comic Con, Dukescon. <laughs> I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think. Did you say Comic Con? Yeah. Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Tuxcon. Yeah. We did get an odd call that maybe you can help decipher. (laughs) Hey, uh, this is uh, Barry. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I called a while ago about uh, my cousin. Uh, Yeah, but uh, turns out yeah, he's doing 15 to 20 up at Brushy Mountain, so that's a different guy. 
Um, oh, oh, uh, uh, shit, carpet, man. Ah. All right. Uh, anyways, ah, I wanted to clear that up. Uh, oh, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta <laughs> meet a guy. Uh, I, I, man, I'll listen to you guys in one of your days. All right. Was that That's the, whole the cousin of Bear Sweats known as Bear? I think it might have been. It could have Otherwise, been. I have no idea what's happening there. I think it, right. it has to be. Has There's going to be, be a lot of bleeping cousin. on that hmm. call. We, we did get one last call, and I think this one is an extremely important message. Okay. I think it's probably maybe the most important message we've ever gotten, and here it is. 0328. <laughs> the whole call. <laughs> what? Zero three two eight. What so, does it mean? I don't know what that what means. What does it mean? What but does it, could it mean? Be the most important thing we've ever received. Wow. There's got to be some meaning in that. Out of order. There's got to be some meaning in that. Is that a date? Zero three two eight. So it could be March twenty eighth. Okay. I got or paid that day. Or it could be March twenty twenty eight. That could be, oh. yeah. That's when my credit card expires. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know, Something's man. That, that blew our minds. We're yeah. at a loss for words. Um, yeah. Well, continuing with uh, the theme of complaints, uh, we got a couple of letters in regards oh, to our discussion about coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually got two. Yeah. Who would like to read... Our first letter. I think we haven't heard much from Triple O this this guy. Yeah. We should have Triple O read it. Please, please. Sure, sure. Um, so you want the first letter, which is sort of a complaint, more like a trail tip. Yeah. In regards to last month's question, I too am a former coffee drinker, but on trail it's too much of a hassle for good coffee, and I don't want to drink any coffee. Preach. <laughs> I am currently on my second long walk and coffee is a town treat these days. Facts. With that being said, back in my days as a section hiker, I used to take chocolate covered espresso beans with mm. me on my hikes. Yep. I found that they were the best option for me. They gave me a kick of caffeine and had some good coffee taste and they pack easily. That's my trail tip and I never listened to the trail show. Cookie. P.S. Thanks for not ripping the chocolate porter. I would never send beer. Thanks for the trail tip, Cookie. And you know, the next chocolate, one be... chocolate-covered espresso beans are how I get through the yeah. school day as well. <laughs> what? I didn't know you supplemented yeah. your, your coffee habit with espresso yeah. beans covered in chocolate, P.O.D. I do. I do. Damn. Another coffee-related response. Hello, trail show. I have been doing a flip-flop through listen of your show. Even the four approach episodes. <laughs> wow. Dedicated. Very dedicated. While preparing to make the leap into actual through hiking. Nonetheless, I have a tip to share with my fellow hikers. In your most recent show, 130, a hiker wrote in asking about coffee on the trail. If you live anywhere near an international grocery store, Asian instant freeze-dried coffee is inexpensive and often better than the American options. It's Agreed. not a single origin pour over, but it's perfectly palatable. It can be hard to find a version without creamer, 
G7 brand makes one. But if you prefer cream and sugar, it's mixed into the sachet. So Triple O doesn't have to carry little tubs of half and half. I hope this helps. Mason, no trail name. P.S. My wife would like to re recommend Vina Cafe. It's her longtime favorite brand. I believe that it's pronounced sachet. Okay. Great. Yes, I've actually had <laughs> I've actually had some Vietnamese freeze dried coffee that had the half and half mixed in, yep. and it was good. It was really good. Yeah, I think FYI. that's a good tip. Yeah, I feel like there's probably a lot of really good trail food in Asian, Indian grocery stores. Like they you know, you don't think about because they're not yeah. something you see every day, but they probably have some really good options. It might be worth. It. Yeah, exploring a little one. detour. Was good it, idea. Wasn't um, our good friend Whitney Allgood LaRufa? And please, again, I just want to throw out there, please don't refer to Whitney as the Typhoid Mary of long-distance hiking <laughs> because he was giving people COVID. I just stopped that. But wasn't he <laughs> very much into those Vietnamese and that's, dried coffee. That's where I had it. Yeah. I had the I had one on the Sierra High Route for the first time, and it was so good. And I got a couple, and I think we, you and I had them out yeah. hiking and stuff. And they were delicious. Yeah, they were really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and like like the listener wrote in, you don't have triple O man. You don't have to carry those little cups. Well, yeah. he doesn't have to carry those little cups anyway because they're hey, not. But for he him. does pod. But he does. Mm -hmm. I think it's about more being a supportive partner. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Oh man, there's a gaggle of dogs walking around my car. Don't pee on my tires. All right, that's uh, for me to do. We're, we're about to watch a budget Cujo over there. There's a lot of action <laughs> in this parking lot at the public library in Pine. There, and it's like, yeah, there's a lot. I've just been watching it out your windows. <laughs> It's crazy. Back and sides. Very distracting. Very distracting. Also, your car seems to have a lot of things <laughs> in it. <laughs> it does, man. And I sleep in this. I've been sleeping in it every night. So it's like it's like a, a, a Tetris puzzle of like, how do I get enough of the crap on one side of the vehicle so I can sleep on the other side? You got a yeah. giant backpack in the back seat there? Is oh, dude, I got, I mean... I, I'd need I'd need a whole show just to go through what's in this car. Okay, let's you can't not even that. see what's in the hatch. Yeah, yeah. let's not do that because I would like to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got some downers. So before we get to ask a hiker, we've got some downers to get through. Please, please. D-Lo? Yeah. Do you want me to read the donor list? Sure. Bernard oh. Wolf Russ. Hey. Not fuss, Kinder. Craig, hey. he's go goalie. Bobby, Trevor, smoke him if you got a bowman. Jeffrey up. Cotton, Melv Caldwell, Diane hey. Pinkers, David Sarcasm, Elfitty. Pinkerstein is in England, by the way. Go. Justin Knowles, England, Gerard, Pat the Bouncer, Dixon, The Weekend, The Hustler, Russell, Am and the Brute, Bruce. I need it. Renee, Sheep, Hera, Patrick, Wesley, she the Hyde. I need it. <laughs> What? She <laughs> Rewind. Renee. She Ra. Patrick. Wesley. Saddict. Greenwood. Kevin. Chickpea. Cross. Sasha. Honeydew. Codet. T. Bo. Not Tim Williams. 
Tommy the Meat Popsicle, Steven, Brandon, Loft Balls, Lovely, Shearer the Switchblade, Brian Lovely. the Big Mac, McNamara, Phil, Felipe, Gilbert, Hellberry, Gilbert, Dave oh. the Geode, hey, the ancient, Crusty, Sheboygan, Bruin, Pitts, Rachel, Die, Bam, or Die, Merchant, Merchant. Thompson. No. What? No, 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 disrespected him. Richie, Rich, Lemuel, Glasgow, Dance, Lemuel, Thompson, Mark, Willie, G, Homer, Dance, El Hikador, Momson, Eric, the robber's son, Daniel, Fun Dip, Shark, Dance, Momson, Kill, Bill, Trail, Woody, Yukon, Caboose, Space, Matt Freeman, Home. Thompson, Kerminator. You skipped a whole bunch of people. Yes, you did. Matt Frantum of the Appa, Tim the Hooch Hoochins, Paul True Love, Curtis Ware, Tyler the Kerminator, Kermelay. All right, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it from here. Ray Fitch. Andrew Padgett, Pat Pipkin, Kurt Leocoy, Newton Flash, Bob Hobo Evans, Kirsten, Kristen. Kirsten, Kristen, Bob Fancy Hope. Mac, Hartung, <laughs> Victor Flamingo, Newton, Simon Hogan. German, Vampire Rosenfield, Modern Maverick, Castler, El Haikador, Los Gatos, El Tucson, El Tucson, El Los Tigres del Norte, Eva, Jack Thigh Billings, Jim Hebner, and the one offs, Eric K. And Dance Ho Umpson. No, I think man. it's actually Dan Hump Son. We read his name 10 times tonight. Did he donate 10 different times? Like, what's going yes. on, man? I don't know. Also, Thank Eric, Eric K., K. I'm waiting on an address for Eric K. so I can send I him just, some rad stickers. We have really rad hoping stickers. to get the pronunciation correct of Dan Ho I think you got it correct. Umpson. Unfortunately, we don't know um, which one you got correct. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Dan Ho Umpson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dilo, take it from the top. All right, let's do that again. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, all the West. Do we have any All the West mentions this month, POD? Um, they're looking for suggested speakers for the gathering. In the saw fall. that. I so, saw that. If you have any ideas of, of people you would like to see at the gathering, you can go to oldwest.org org and or delo.net and submit some nominations. I could talk to all the West about not hiking for many decades. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, you do... should be a speaker, dude. Yeah, you could you could be a breakout session on lawn maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it'd be like a tra- the transition from long distance hiker to landscaper. You could do a whole talk yeah. on it, man. I mean, that's a, that fits that's right in transition. with their program. Yeah, it's it is important. It's yeah. important for people transitions to be able to handle are that. Important. Yeah, transitions are an important part of life. You need to be able to cope with them. Yeah. Do some landscaping. It's a good transitional career for the hiker. Maybe we should talk about that on the next trail show. We could have a whole trail show focused on a transitional career as a landscaper for the former hikers.
I think we did that for years already. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have. I think our entire back catalog kind of gets into that. Every Pretty episode. much every yeah. show that Mags is on, I think we talked about landscaping. Yeah, I don't know why Mags isn't doing more landscaping um, in his current situation in life. I probably should have asked him about that tonight. Yeah, too busy inventing routes. He, man. he well, he's he's in the prime landscaping predicament of middle age. He's got it a house he's got yeah. a yard he could grow some cactuses it would be amazing <laughs> he yep. could grow some cactuses i uh, suppose yeah. all right is it time yep. it's time is this wait a minute we, we gotta show? take one more break we gotta wait, take one really? more break okay Why? folks uh, we have i mean it's part of our contract with uh oh, with the advertising serious xm yeah, so so folks when we come back we've got mike di lorenzo's ask a hiker don't go anywhere. Trail Show will be back. Hi, this is Simon from Germany. I hate hiking and I never listen to the trail show. But I love sauerkraut. Oh, sauerkraut. Alter, is this lecker. We're back, baby. Ask a hiker with Mike DiLorenzo. Dilo, did you get any questions this month? <clears throat> yeah. How many questions do you have tonight? 6,000. Okay. Let's start with the last one and work our way back to the first. All right. Here we go. I have to get ready for this because this is a lot of Ask a Hiker questions. Yep. Question. You should probably have a drink of beer. Uh, I, I can't drink any more of those 16-ounce oh, beers. Yeah. It's, it's too late. <laughs> All right. Question number 5,999. Dear friends of the trail show, I'm going on a short hike. Three days, two nights, and a high-use desert area. I want to do my part by not soiling the environment, so I don't want to poop. There are no backcountry toilets, and human waste doesn't decompose there, and I really don't want to pack out my poop in a wag bag. So, can you give me some advice on how to eat well enough to cover 40 miles on this trip and not poop? Thanks. Poopless in Seattle and route to Utah. P.S. Despite what everyone else always says, I always listen to the trail show. Ooh. Wow. So, yeah. Well, oh I would say. How do you not poop? You have to avoid all the regular tra trail food. So, like, most things like nuts. You need binders. And, you need things yeah, that will nuts bind Nuts and things like up. that have a lot of fiber in them so you want to eat things like pepperoni yeah. meat sticks yeah. all crackers, the processed meats like mm -hmm. that crackers that crackers that don't have fiber like ritz and you know things like that things made with white bread mm -hmm. so, so if we're you talking go, about but it, it, i mean if you stuff yourself up for a couple of days 
even when you get back home, you're going to have some problems. <laughs> oh, I got to well, try. I, I know what you do. No, no. Actually, I got this figured out. I know how you do this. Um, <clears throat> you get some oxycodone from oh yeah your, from your friends who have just got over their broken bones or surgeries or whatever and you take a little bit of oxycodone not not enough to really feel anything but enough so that you don't or maybe at night yeah at night just start taking oxycodone half a tab quarter of a tab you're good to go you go to yeah take it at night go to oh, sleep boy. sleep well you won't poop for days the other you thing go. you can do is um pepto-bismol yeah will sometimes constipate you i know emodium yeah emodium is that's what it does it it makes things mm -hmm. stop for a bit emodium is probably better for you than oxycodone too so that's also <laughs> something to keep in mind basically you want to oh, eat meat boy. cheese and crackers and take emodium and pepto and I think your strategy going starting out though, you also have to like not eat a lot the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to start with just, a full tank. What if you just poop a lot the day before? Yeah, get some Miralax. Yeah. That could work. BOD, man. This this whole conversation is very reminiscent of some advice we saw little Wayne give. I was thinking the, the same public. Thing. And I don't know if we should bring it up or how we should address it or if we should address well, it. But basically, he was interviewed in a magazine because he he'd done some stints in jail, like short, like weekend stuff. Yeah. And they were like, "How do you? What? What's your strategy?" And he he basically said, "Like, don't eat. I try not to when I'm in jail because you know the toilet isn't private." And he was like, "Who wants to?" take a dump in front of someone else so he doesn't eat when he's there so that he won't have to go to the bathroom at least that was the art that was a long time ago that article blender magazine if i remember you, you still gotta make it 20 eat. miles yeah, yeah you gotta eat if you're gonna hike. yes totally yeah but i think you gotta go for very dense food calorie wise because what way, about what about shakes doesn't need what if you did stuff? like a bunch of liquid calories no dude let that lick the less liquid yeah liquid you want to be dehydrated Liquid okay. is the enemy. Yeah, shakes are gonna go right through. Okay, you. All right, all right, whatever. Um, even caffeine. It doesn't even have to be coffee, but even caffeine will make you. In fact, yeah. getting a little dehydrated might help you. Yes, it will. <laughs> oh my god, man! It will. All right, so here let's let's recap: oxycodone, <laughs> oxycodone, emodium, oh, dehydration. <laughs> um white bread and as much miramax processed meat as you can and and meat binging sticks. on miramax before you get on the train miralax miralax you don't want to go too miramax. hard on it you don't want to go too hard because then you might have some residual and but, on yeah. the trail ritz crackers and pepperoni is your diet and cheese and cheese <laughs> ritz crackers pepperoni and cheese <laughs> that sounds great you could just eat that for 60 miles you can eat candy too yeah, you can eat candy. Like yeah. M&M's without nuts or things oh, like that. Oh, chocolate. You might want to stay away from chocolate. Maybe yeah, go fine. like Jolly Ranchers. Let's go hard candy. Starbuck, Starburst. Some Starbies. No caffeine. No caffeine. No, no caffeine. Nothing, no. nothing that's remotely healthy. <laughs> no. That's only a few days. Yeah, it's three days. And I would say days. carry the wag bag anyway. Just, just in case. In case. Yeah. Back you can always in, bury. You can always out. bury the wag bag. You know. 
<laughs> wow, Dilo, you've had some really good uh, L and T advice for right next to the index. What you mean those? You mean those wag bags are not biodegradable? Those silver foil ones. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. When, when I went back into the Chicago basin and did those fourteeners back there many many moons ago, I brought my wag bag and. So I hiked in the night before and camped. And in the morning I got up and I was like, damn it, yep. use the wag bag. And then I didn't want to leave it by my tent. Cause like, what if, you know, an animal came by and made a mess of it. So I had to carry that damn bag up four different mountains. <laughs> very irritating, <laughs> very irritating. I mean, uh, me, and, me and Skits did two and a half days through the Buckskin Gulch yeah. and Priya Canyon. And we, carry it all for two and a half days now when you when you soiled the wag bag and yep. you had to poop the next day would you poop in the same wag bag or would you use, I, use a new i'm wag glad bag? you asked that yeah. yeah i i did because i was hiking out the next day it uh-huh. says you can use it you can yeah. use it again I did so too. i was i was hiking out the next day so i was like man i don't want to use another so one so when you yep. poop do you like squat over the wag bag and poop into it or do yep. you yes. poop on the ground and then shovel it up you know what honestly that's a great question Dilo. and i think for me for women in general actually pooping on the ground would be better because for us because of our anatomy it's hard to not get urine in the bag mm. when you're pooping and mm. then the bag is heavier Mm. you know yeah Whereas, and, and, and then if you're like tipping the bag out to drain the urine you're apt to use your hands to keep the poop in and let well and you're also like <laughs> some of the some of the chemicals in there might come out with the urine so you don't yeah. want that so actually like, now you say that that's a that's a pro tip do, from now on we do sure. a ridiculous <laughs> podcast do you need to, like what about the accuracy issues because i feel like I mean, no, like yeah, those openings over here trying to hit the, like, <laughs> the openings of those bags are huge. Are oh they? I've God. never used a wag bag. I've always just, you know, dude, pooped. it's like you know how in when what if it's windy? I have never been in pre. I mean, pre- or whatever you it's were. a turd. <laughs> it's a turd. It's not like it's gonna yeah. blow around. And there's like cat litter in the bottom of that bag, Dilo. Oh, there's cat litter in there. Is there? Okay. You can actually make your own wag bags. But yeah, but it, but I you need really the foil one. It. The foil ones are more smell proof than those. Yeah, make your own. But yeah, that's great, Dilo. From now on, <laughs> when I use a wag bag, I'm gonna go on the forest floor first, and then I'm gonna transfer it oh, to the bag. No, man. Yep. Not, How it, are you gonna you transfer on, it? If you poop on a flat rock, you could just, you know, scrape it off. With the rock with in head. the bag too. Yeah, with the with No, the I'd rock. rather poop on just the, the forest floor because I can transfer the turd into the bag and then wow. I can like dig up the ground but a little bit. I just use some toilet paper. It comes with toilet paper. Get the get out of here. You're not gonna use what are you gonna like like pad your hand with toilet paper and like scoop it i mean no, i guess it no. depends on the consistency of the, oh my of the God. final product sometimes like play-doh or if you i mean if you're just eating pepperoni cheese and crackers it's going to be a brick that you just put in the back a log if you're on pod's trail diet well oh boy yikes yeah it's a trail show, right. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Eleven I think years. that's some really, that's some really worthwhile advice that just we've just mm-hmm. given to our listeners tonight. Um, poop oh, on boy. the ground, scrape it into the wag bag mm-hmm. with 
the toilet paper that's wrapped around your hand um, and then, you know, sanitize your hand. And in order to not poop, consume opioids, emodium, pepperoni, and cheese, and wrist crackers, and white bread. Yeah. No peanut peanut butter? No. No peanut butter. Fiber. Mm -mm. Just minimize fiber in your diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could bring um, white flour tortillas. What about textured vegetable protein? No. No. No, 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 no. No TVP. Yeah. And remember, though, like you think the wag bag is heavy or my weigh a lot, but the weight of you on your mind of trying to not poop for three days yeah. is going to be very heavy, too. Oh, yeah. so that's don't very let that burden you. man. Like, what's, what's heavier? <laughs> some poop in your pack or some poop in your bowels? In, in your mind. mind. Some poop <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> corn. Right, when did time. I eat corn? It's time for question number 5,998. We're going to save that one for next month. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we'll save the other almost 6,000 for next month. Okay. Okay. Very good, folks. Well, this is the part of the show where the show ends, thankfully, for all of us. Uh, thank you all for tuning in today. Big thanks goes to the late Paul Max Magnati for talking to us about his hike of the Slug, which is the southeastern lovely Utah group. Uh, many thanks to all our hotline callers. You too can be an audio superstar like Marvin Maverick Kassler, El Hikador, Tucson, Arizona. Uh, Even Viva Los Gatos, Norte, hombres. By calling the hotline at 720-893-2269. Last but definitely not least goes to all our monthly donors. Trail Show stickers are in stock, folks. Get yourself a couple while they last by hitting the donate button at thetrailshow.com. We're on social media. You know where to find us. We're on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Audible, Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else you download your favorite shows. Thank you for hiking with us today. We know you have many podcasts to choose from, and we appreciate you hiking with The Trail Show. Come back and see us again in July for our annual July 4th out of sight dynamite keep fighting the good fight party which is guaranteed to be full of beers trails and nonsense until then i'd like to leave you with some words from the 18 time appalachian trail completer warren doyle if you can't beat them you don't have to join them pod dlo triple o and the late p mags i'm disco ciao Nice. Library Wi Fi. Can't drink a beer. Man, I've been looking at this beer all night and I And now it's warm. Oh. Now I got the igloo cooler over here, man. Uh, there's oh, more stuff. Oh, wow. In your front seat. Wow, look at that. wow, there's a lot of stuff in your front seat. Oh, dude. Where's POD going to go? I, well, we're gonna I guess to I'm going to sit on top of that cooler. <laughs> we're going to have to move some things around. Oh, my God. Do you have vegetables in there, Barry? Don't judge me. I'm trying to not. No, just I'm eat. impressed. I'm trying not just eat Ritz crackers and meat sticks. I'm impressed. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Isn't that a great question? How do I not poop? <laughs> That's crazy, Max. Are you serious?
Oh my gosh! They have their ways with you, my child! Well, because you know what's going to happen next spring. The trail show bump. He doesn't have to carry those little cups anyway, because they're not But he does, P.O.D., but he does. Do you know how to switch it to the uh, headset? Max yeah, is an is. IT professional. Oh. Of course he knows how to switch it to the headset. Come on. I, I did a test before I joined. Looks like it reset, so. Some of the guys I work yeah. with eat green bell peppers in the middle of the day, just like apples. Yes. And I'm, yes. I, I watched them. I was like, you know what? That actually looks, that looks all right. I've been doing it. I do that yeah. at school all the time. It's quite lovely. You just start eating a green pepper. Yes. Yeah. It does actually sound pretty good.